Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Been better. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals and best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and getting very busy home birth <laughs> practice. True. I'm Meredith Rao, also a midwife at the busier home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant with you guys at our awesome out-of-hospital practice. Yeah. Yeah. What do we want to say first? Happy, Happy New Year! Year! Oh, woo, woo. Oh, the dumpster was, fire of 2021 is over. Finally and 2022 has begun again. So much is happening. It's going to be like New Girl. It's the year of us. Yes. Us. Honestly, 22 is my favorite number. So I actually am not trying to have high expectations, but I also I'm really excited for this year. It's going to be good. Yeah. So first and foremost, we have finally begun YouTubing. As so, you can see. <laughs> as you can see. And it's so funny because we had all these like hopes and dreams of like a beautiful putting everything up and being in the office. But then I realized my kids don't go back to school until Wednesday. It seems like they're never going back. I Ever. Feel like it's fine for months. And as you can see in the video, you can't see it out there listening. But in the YouTube video, you can see that we finally started after a month. Yeah. And then Evie came in. So we had to yeah. restart. Well, we've been sitting at your house literally all day talking, talking for and like they two have ignored hours. us the entire time. They've been outside the entire time. And yeah. as soon as we hit record, Baby yeah. walks in it's like within same. one second. So the video is a joke. There's no lighting. I had to add a light bulb. We're we weren't trying bed. to make it a joke. It just happened. It to happened. Be a joke. Oh, look, you can see a really cute picture with Chuck. Yes, in the we're in my bed. The treadmill, the notorious treadmill is in it. There's a picture. Yeah. All of Chuck's hunting gear is to Jessica's right. And, There's but, also a hat that says more balls than brains on it. And I really want to put that on Chuck's when we stop motorcycle recording. helmet. Oh, he got stickers <laughs> for it. Charming. <laughs> So anyway, the I next wanna, video is going to be better. I want to take a, a second to say thank you to Anna for Yay! this amazing bottle oh, wait, I haven't of had wine. Any yet. Yeah. She wrote a really sweet message on it. I thought it was part of the label, but it's a handwritten note, which is really sweet. Love and it. And she has amazing taste in wine. <laughs> that Meredith will never know. <laughs> I'm on call right now. <laughs> yeah, so she's being an a-hole. <laughs> I'm not. So I have a mimosa for Mary. Thank you. <laughs> also, Mary, you should have put Merry Christmas for your mimosa not Merry label. Christmas. Yeah. I really appreciated that. It was perfect and I loved it. Yeah. But we just thought it would be funny. Play on words. So we're getting some new lighting. We're going to do all of that and we'll have a better backdrop. And Let me clarify. People are buying us new lighting because we're so cheap that they know we never will. So they're doing it for us. Well, Katie bought it for me for my course. That's I'm just going to use it. <laughs> It's not actually for us. <laughs> okay, so what kind of cool stuff can we talk about? Because we're finally back. Yeah, so we actually haven't seen each other very much in the last month either. We mm. took a break for the holidays. From each other. You guys have done better from hanging every- out than I have recently. I mean, it wasn't just from each other, um, but it was one from of those <laughs> times where... So I went to Mexico, and then when I got back from Mexico, Meredith was in Atlanta helping her friend have mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. And then when she was gone, Kim left and went to spend time with her family in Tennessee Yeah, for Christmas. it's been amazing. Yeah, that's true. We all just keep missing each other. So holidays. We had some drama when when Jess was in Mexico, yeah, but we'll we'll share that story. That? We'll okay. share that story later. It's that's not going to be anything that you haven't heard before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we have any big announcements we want to make right now, or do you want to save all those for our up and coming transitions episode? Um, I think we can save it for our, our transitions yeah, episode. We we'll build up episode we'll build up, up excitement about all of our life transitions and yeah, how so we balance birth work. Yes, and, and all three of us are going through a transition right now. Every yeah. one of us, and we'll Every and we're going to talk all one. about those next week. I feel like we've been alluding to this episode for months. <laughs> Well, when you're in a transition, it's really hard and you don't really want to like focus yeah. on the transition. Yeah, or also it's like really hard to know when to tell people too. Also, that's true. That you're transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that's an easy conversation for people, but that's only in a perfect world, which we don't live in. So, Well, Meredith, right. why don't we talk a little bit about the things that we did for our break? Yeah. So um, I will give a real quick like, so Mexico was amazing. I spent time on a resort i ate so much wonderful food i was there with Haley. did from you know she had sushi at her damn resort i bought, did like food bar on the buffet. every single day yeah 
Um, but I went with Haley from Beluga Baby, you know, one of our favorite yeah. sponsors. Hi, oh, Haley. We, gotta, we didn't tell you the hilarious thing that was happening when we, we first got here. I was on the phone with Alice. She was on the phone with Haley. Yeah. And so as we got out of our cars, I'm like, oh, are you on a phone call too? She's like, yeah. I was like, I'm talking to Alice. She's like, I'm talking to Haley. So we just like put them both on speaker photo with the four of us just did oh, like a little <laughs> conference in your, in your driveway. Oh, I missed it. It was very sweet. Um, so yeah, so I, I went to Mexico with her and we had the most amazing time. I mean, I know everybody out there knows that I like to skinny dip, but I will say that the, we had this amazing skinny dipping night where we were skinny dipping in the ocean. Um, and there was like cliffs, like the photos you yeah, showed, the video you showed. This one, but it was also during a meteor shower. So oh, there was like cool. shooting stars overhead while we were skinny dipping what in the ocean. What a way to start the new year. Right. I know. I mean, it was wow. technically before the new year. So I was Starting a new year. The ending year. a shitty year <laughs> and starting a new beautiful one. Yeah. It was transitioning into the new year. It was transitioning into the new year. <laughs> Can we make this a drinking game? Every time we say the word transition, you guys have to take a drink. Probably. Since you won't let me drink some on call. Yeah. Um, and then um, I also spent uh, like four days on an island called Isla Mujeres. And I went swimming with dolphins. Um, oh, of course you did. Did you swim out to them like a lunatic? No, I actually paid oh, to okay. go swimming with dolphins. Oh, I was going to say most people have to pay for that. But I guess you <laughs> did yeah. as well. I know. I paid for it. <laughs> totally worth it. I got kissed on the cheek by a dolphin. It was adorable. It sounds like my nightmare. I feel like. They drag I- you around. No, it sounds like yeah. your nightmare. Well, Why? Yeah. Sawyer did, right? Yeah, Sawyer did. Sawyer grabbed onto its fins and it like swam with her. I yeah. only like the ocean to my knees. That's true. You, you know like what's in there. A beach attached to I it. feel like if I paid to do the um, dolphin thing, mm-hmm. first off, I would never, I don't like nature up close, but it would be that one time where suddenly <laughs> the dolphin went rabid and it would like clamp down on my throat. and there Or would there would be, be dolphin rape. Blood. Yeah. Or I'd get raped by a dolphin. I don't want to be raped by a dolphin. Yeah. That's like a I had thing. a friend mm-hmm. once that I told that story <laughs> about how I swam out to the middle of the ocean to swim with the dolphins. And he mm-hmm. was like, you do know dolphin rape's a thing, right? And I was like, oh, thanks. Listen, <laughs> Matt, my brother went through this when we were in Florida. He, he got raped rape? by a dolphin? Yes. No. But he did talk about it a lot. He was fascinated by this whole idea. I feel like we talk about this a lot. It's definitely been on the podcast more than yeah. one so far. I don't know. It's a lot. I mean, so I would anywho, say it would be a lot if you got raped by a dolphin. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely tell the entire world about it. Yeah. You know, you could be YouTube famous. I could. So then you went to Atlanta. Do you want to yeah. give us any like oh updates gosh, on I what happened like in Atlanta? Forever. No, it was amazing. So one of my really dear friends, we say we met in high school, but we actually met a little bit later, but she's magical. So one of my oldest friends, she and my other really good friend, got together and now they're having a baby or they had a baby yeah they had a baby and once and then do they still have a baby yes they still have a beautiful baby <laughs> and they live in atlanta so i drove the 10-hour drive down to atlanta to attend their birth because she ended up getting induced last minute and so i drove down for that and then we had a crazy beautiful messy demanding three-day labor in the hospital you sound like you were describing me for a second (laughs) you are like a three-day labor kim you're a hot mess i know so yeah it was amazing she did so well and we i've never used so much spinning babies in my entire life to get this kid out and they just like had their own story as often happens and we ended up doing an epidural and pitocin which wasn't originally in the plan but ended up being one of the situations where like i'm like girl please like yeah. it's an amazing tool i think it's gonna work wonders for you and i feel like we talked a lot beforehand about how hard it is to protect a natural birth in the hospital and how important it is to just like feel empowered along the way and so much of trauma comes from like not feeling like you had control necessarily rather than just like what happened and so even though things didn't go the way she wanted necessarily she had such a great care team like considering they wanted to induce her for reasons that, that were a little like gray i was a little worried about that but she had the best nurses and midwives that on makes staff all for the her difference. yeah and they just like let us keep going yeah. like i kept waiting for them to like pull the trigger on all these induction like all these different interventions and they just like let us keep going and it was really wonderful um i think that was an interesting experience for you because you've done the majority of your work seeing out of hospital stuff or or 
if you see it, it's like you transfer after we've done like a three day labor. Exactly. At the center. So, so yeah. I think it's interesting. It was interesting for you to be like the dual role and see a hospital birth from start to finish. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the norm, but I was shocked by how many things they would let slide. Yeah. Like I kept waiting for them to like be scared for something that happened and then needing to like do something really hardcore. And they just kept stepping back. And I was like, OK, well, I would have transferred and expected yeah. something drastic for this, but whatever. But yeah, it was great. And I feel like she just did such a phenomenal job. Like, I don't know how she kept going, but she did. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately we still only slept for like two hours and those entire two, like three days. Oh my gosh. Um, But she just kept going. And like my favorite part was um, a new nurse came on and we like really appreciated the first nurse, but the second one just, you know, like had new energy. We're like, oh no, we're getting this baby out of your vagina. Like this is happening. And so she came in with all this fun energy. And at that point she'd gotten that epidural. And so she just like came in and we just like flipped my friend, like in every possible, we did Walchers or Welchers, like oh, whatever. Wow. Walchers. That, yeah. While she had an epidural. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Which was like so much better than doing it yeah. without an epidural. And so like she just like we were just like all over the place and our friend just like my friend just like would do everything. You know, she was amazing. And then um, my friend just kept being like, I feel like I have to poop. And I'm like, yeah, like that's your baby coming down. That's awesome. Like keep going with it. <laughs> and then she pooped. But then they kept, no, but then <laughs> they kept telling her not to push. And my friend was like, I can't help it. Like even with an epidural, she felt so much it. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And so finally she was like, girl, you're just going to catch this baby for me. Cause I can't stop. I was like, yeah, just do your thing. Yeah. Like, just, and she was so like, she's such a gentle spirit. Like you couldn't tell she was pushing. Cause she just, like, she was breathing. But then the nurse locked in after we did Walters. Is it Walters or Walters, Jess? Welchers, I Welchers, believe. okay. Yeah. Um, and so this wait, much- for the record, Walters is a spinning babies move that you use when you have a baby that's really high and could be kind of like their head over your pubic bone. So yeah. keeping it's your baby from terrible, coming down. It's kind of like the last resort you use to get a baby under a pubic to bone. To get your baby so into the pelvis. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, she's feeling all this pressure and we've finally flip her back and put her like in a supported squat in the bed and you could see like uh for the video like this much of the baby's head like she'd already breathed the baby so like down. a quarter's yeah. worth for the people listening so she was pushing and so the baby she, was coming and, yeah yeah and then they still told her not to push and i was like Mm-mm, oh my god no we've been here for three days like nope and so We're getting this baby out yeah and so anyways it was great she had a beautiful vaginal birth she didn't push super long and like her husband is a really dear friend of mine too and he just like afterwards like looked at me and went like wow this is beautiful and i was just like that's so like it was just like such an authentic and like sincere response um to a very intense situation um and then you got to help postpartum and i stayed for five days postpartum which was like its own crazy journey because baby had a really gnarly lip tie or tongue tie but it was just wild to see the differences in like care in virginia versus care in georgia like we just went to the pediatrician two days later and i went with like with her husband so that she could stay home and rest because they live on the third floor of an apartment building with stairs and they just snooped it in the office and i feel like in virginia you can't find that anywhere anymore so uh, yeah, it was great. So minus that little like hiccup that made things kind of hard. Like it was such a beautiful time together. And they like, I don't know, they're just really beautiful people and they can't turn off their host brains. So they kept like trying to do stuff for me. And then finally on day three, they just crashed. And I was like, thank you. Like, this is what I needed <laughs> I know, you you to do since day one. You kept texting like, why won't they let me help while I'm here? Why won't they just rest? Just They don't even know what's coming. And I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, but they're doing amazing. And I'm like, so... I like can't even put into words how crazy it is to like get to support people that you've known for that long through that process and like witness that next journey and mm-hmm. they're people that I know will like keep doing these big life things together with so it's like really special I love that and how cool is it that you like that's not the first friend that you have gone yeah like I'm you really all the lucky. way across the country <laughs> yeah no I was gonna say they're lucky to have you mm-hmm. because oh. I I mean who does that I feel like people do that sometimes really? who you me yeah oh, so you guys have that. done that for each other for <laughs> you sure did it too. you did oh i did it too oh, okay but i have to yes. say like i, I guess do, we're all great i do more in the i do like feel like very lucky because i know there will be a chapter of life where i don't get to do that i can't just like up and go away for a week at a time right but i do feel really lucky that i've gotten to do that this year that's the twice that's the second one this year i've done it's yeah. amazing so it's been a really cool year that's so cool yeah. kim do you want to talk a little bit about your christmas trip for 
um yeah it was just fun it was the first time that me and all three of my brothers were together in 10 years at oh, the I didn't same time it was that long. yeah i mean we see each other um fairly often fairly often yeah. but since covid i hadn't seen matt and carly at all um i saw kyle and may when we went to seattle and brian was staying with us for a month but it's like we were all together and it was just like we're always together like we <laughs> took over they have a ping pong table downstairs I love ping pong god me too so we just kept having all these ping pong tournaments and do you know who won every time you dave really oh of course dave's a apparently ping pong champion. dave played tennis and dave is her mom's boyfriend dave um, is like the secret life weapon partner. of the family life partner. i say life partner because yeah. he loves that term so life much. lover so it was Lava. just so funny because we're like <laughs> and i will say i we were together that whole time and i didn't drink at all yeah but not by choice not by choice <laughs> that's a whole other story but um should we talk so, about that in the God, yeah let's talk transitions about transitions episode. listen i went two weeks with we're no hot, alcohol we're <laughs> food. hot hot mess we're food. <laughs> and i weigh exactly the same now as i did before just because your boobs and your back are so glorious it's they're not going anywhere i will say like we are talking about all this fun we had like mexico atlanta oh it you was one we, of the messiest chapters of our friendship hot, for sure hot hot mess man <laughs> such a hot mess here we are still together but listen we would play like ping pong and um and brock was so funny he's like itty bitty but he was really good at it but he would be like bing bing so he kept jumping because he's too short to like get so he would hit the ball and jump like three times and then hit the ball and then jump but he kept jumping back and forth like a tiny little something it was I really so think cute. you need to watch your like hand gestures when you're videotaping no, I think you definitely should keep doing no, that I'm not gonna do that you should definitely so keep we're, doing so that especially we're now like, when you're talking about your <laughs> your eight-year-old son six-year-old listen son. you know you have how, that's not, how old your how kids old are anymore seven. he'll be eight Okay. In March. Okay. So we're all like, you know, (laughs) sliding and trying our best and drunk Matt's like all over. And then here comes Dave and he's like, like every movement he had, it was like so beautiful. I was like, Dave, your form is impeccable. And he's like, well, I did play tennis back in the day. And he would have all these like, (laughs) he also has a ping pong table in his basement against the wall that he practices himself all the time. So we just did board games and ping pong for like in tournaments for like five days. And it was it was awesome. I loved your pictures you sent. Those were really. Oh, that was a lot of fun. A lot of silliness. So we just had a good time. It was just it was just fun. All three of us. Yeah, that was a good break. I'm glad we took that time off. We did need that. We did need that. I'm glad we got away from each other <laughs> for, for, ti- for some time. Not, I don't know. <laughs> Just as uncomfortable. Um, but so there was a lot of work going on too. I actually had um, almost the entire month of December off. Um, I purposely did not take on clients because I knew I was going to Mexico. Um, but so that was really nice. I felt like I really needed that. Mm-hmm. But you guys, like you had a lot of births while oh, I was yeah. gone, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. I worked a lot. Um, I had a lot of babies. I think I've had, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many babies I've had since we recorded last, but um, enough to fill a whole episode yeah, <laughs> when we do totally. our next episode. We are going to do that. But episode. I had like... Um, I did transfer one mom who was like amazing and um, we can talk about it at a different time. But um, besides that transfer and that was like, it wasn't even like if she still had a vaginal birth and she still, you know, worked really hard and it was like awesome. Um, But besides that one transfer, it was all, all my births were like, but oh my gosh, it was like the baby came out 29 minutes after we got to the center or, Mm -hmm. or not even like like less than yeah like the mom that i kept talking about that i was telling you it was our fourth baby together she had her oh, baby oh yeah i can't believe i heard that story such yeah. a good story like it just it's I feel been like, really nice i feel like you needed that we all needed that because there yeah. has been a lot of stress happening so much well, i want to say like reverse for me i can't remember because you always talk about your, like linden tree clients like drama i'm like girl we've had the easiest birth for linden births. tree like it's been so easy it's not drama they're just all like you they're just no, all they're sweet emotional they're people sweet people but yeah, I was like at my friend's birth. I was like, I can't remember the last time. I All had of our births have been labor. easy. 
like I can't remember, like one. it made me feel really lucky to do what I do I feel like every, I cannot remember the last every birth I've that. assisted for for yeah, our super, practice has been like great birth. I feel like we're jinxing ourselves now I there's know. no such thing I still think it's okay to acknowledge how lucky we are though yeah. like, that's what I'm saying like I feel very lucky to have had the clients we've mm-hmm. had for Linden Tree because it's been so great I know I'm not I know we're gonna have it thrown off at some point because the universe is gonna that's how it works bit, it's just but, normal that's just normal yeah so anyways, yeah, I'm it's been also awesome. I'm thankful for births and how they've been going. Yeah. So um, I do feel like, because we've been talking a lot about the podcast and so 2021, even 2020, the whole COVID thing, like we got really thrown off. And so we've decided that we're going to make 2022 the year that we get our shit get this together. Thing off the ground, get yes. it together. So I will say like my... My goals for the next, um, like, month. Um, tighten it up. Tighten up. <laughs> like a Kegel. Just bring um, it in. Not, not so much lose it. Just yeah. Tighten, tighten it. <laughs> tighten it. Um, so, yeah, I'm working on get going back and um, making some changes on all of our episodes so we can add in um, ads. different ads. <laughs> add in ads that are not just add like. Ads. Yeah. Um, we'll get better lighting. We're actually ordering um more equipment so that our YouTube videos yes. can work We're just out. trying to also get recording consistently. <laughs> yeah, we, That's not going to happen. Goal. Um, we, yeah. So we're trying to just like get more professional. I feel like it's the year where, you know, we've, our podcast has been doing so well and has been like so popular, but it's like, I feel like we're just on like the edge of that yeah. precipice where it's either going to go like go big. I think we needed to prove to ourselves too, that like it was like, we needed a couple years to, like realize that this has real potential and like, I will keep threatening that. to quit though. Yeah. That's All fair. the time. Yeah. She's yeah. going to keep doing that. That's fine. I wanted to make a shout out. I know we've done this in a couple episodes last year, but, um, I wanted to make a shout out into an, uh, to a new place that all of a sudden has, uh, been, listening like a new country no it's a a new town so we keep talking all the time about how council bluffs is our top listener did someone surpass them yeah so we have listeners that i've never even noticed this place on our listening list before it's a place called goose creek and sounds like a novel for like the past month it sounds like a lifetime movie Mm -hmm. yeah for like the past month there's been like even more listeners than council bluffs so Goose Creek, who are yeah. you? Tell who? us your story. Who are I'm, you? I'm honestly, I feel like there's other people who listen to our podcast who also do podcasts and are like, those dumbasses. Like, those are just like random computer yeah. chats. Like, yeah. yeah, that they think they're the shit because this many people are listening in Goose Creek. But it's actually, not that we think we're the shit. We just want to say hi to them. We just want to say hi to you. And so we appreciate you. So if you do you. exist and you're not just like a computer generated number, please yeah. let us know. The last time we said that, know, someone, someone wrote from, from the Bahamas. Bluff. And was like, hey, and from um, we also got an email from Council Bluffs. Yeah, yeah. So there, Meredith. I'm just saying, like that would be hilarious. (laughs) And I just wanted to say, like this week alone, um, and I want to do like the last year recap. um, But this week alone, we've had listeners in the U.S., Canada, Germany, Turkey. That's kind of new, and the U.K. Um, So yeah, like we're crushing. I guess we have to step it up some more then. Yeah. So I'm going to so I'm going to go for the past year cuz we're doing like a recap of 2021 and everything we did, which 2021 has been a big year for us because it really is the first year of us working together in a practice and doing the podcast for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um we're coming up on our 100th episode really soon. It feels like it was a really busy year. Oh, can we plan that before the second half so we can tell people what we're going to do for that? Yeah, yeah totally. We'll brainstorm that. But I just wanted break. to like, um, before we do that, I just want to go over some of the countries that we've had listen to us in the past year. Because when I look at this list, I get like excited. Amazed. Okay, go. Do it. Okay, ready? Um, the U.S., of course. Canada. Australia. Bahamas. United Kingdom, Ireland, Germany, Spain, Netherlands, Belgium, Mexico, Singapore, Switzerland, Denmark, South Africa, Russian Federation, Dominican Republic, Macau, India, Cyprus, Portugal, Jamaica, Pakistan, Poland, Italy, Turkey, Serbia, Colombia, this is just still going, Egypt, Ethiopia, Norway, Austria, Bangladesh, Granada, Japan, Sweden, Antigua and Barbuda, and Ukraine. 
Awesome. These are all places where we've had listeners within the past year, which I awesome. find fascinating. Super fascinating. People must be really bored. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Either Lynn that Pickens in the podcast world, <laughs> or we're just that exciting. That's we're not that exciting. I don't think we're that exciting. Maybe we I make don't people know. feel good about themselves because they're like, "Oh, look at these hot messes that mm-hmm. are living their lives." Mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys make me feel good about myself most of the time. <laughs> most <laughs> of the time. Only when you only. Only when when you don't come home from Mexico when you're supposed to. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. It's fine. Ended up being a beautiful birth. Beautiful birth. She did not have her baby till several days after I got home. And thank um, goodness. Yeah, and I think we're gonna tell her birth story in the second half. Um and then we'll also talk about some episodes we have coming up so that you guys can start writing in because we have some really well, good ideas. Well, let's do that right now because we have like five minutes left before a break right now. Oh, and nice. Then, so we're definitely going to be doing our transitions episode mm-hmm. really soon. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a whole birth story episode because we have so many births that we haven't been talking about. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're definitely doing an episode about twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's anybody out there who has stories they would like to share about twin births or just things about having twins in general that you would like to share with yeah. the world, feel free to email us um, at whineaboutbirth at gmail.com or so, private message us on any of our social media. Yeah, on Instagram and stuff too, right? Yeah. I just saw on social media that uh, there were twins born in separate years because one was born in 2021 oh, and one was born in 2022. Yeah, they're like 15 minutes apart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That probably um, happens a lot. And then Kim, you had you wanted to do what we're going to do an episode. I'm really excited about this one yeah. about teen pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely a subject that is like near and dear to Kimberly's heart. Mm-hmm. Why? No, <laughs> because yeah. she was one. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I want to do if if anybody else out there like has um, had a baby as a teen, like right in. Um, I want to talk about when I was in school. I did a whole research like kind of like a vlog thing before vlogs were a thing. I used my actual video camera to walk around and interview the people. Lighting? Uh, the lighting was better than what we have currently <laughs> because I lived in Florida. And so I just bombarded people it's like at the sunny. park. Yeah. Um, so that was, I think that'll be really interesting to go over like the, how it was then, even 10 years ago, like the perceptions like if and it's what more it's like acceptable now. now than it was back then. Yeah. I think the teen pregnancy rates are dropping though. Yeah, and it's also, it seems to be a little more, I don't want to say common, but it's like, oh, not a big deal. Or also, I feel like it probably might feel more common because, like, we have more access to information than we used to. So, like, social media, and now there's, like, whole shows about it. So, I feel like it might not be as, it might be less common, but more accessible than it was. Gotcha. It might be interesting, too, like, if you do education around teen pregnancy. So, if you're a provider who has a lot of teen moms, like, talking about, like, the challenges of that as well like not so much just hearing from the moms themselves but also from people who support teen moms would be really interesting yeah. i mm-hmm. i do really want to hear like stories of teen moms and like the things that helped you things people said to you things that didn't help you mm-hmm. um to just like open up that conversation about how we can either support people in a t- tough part of their life into becoming better versions of themselves or we can like beat them down into not being yeah. as good of versions of or themselves like, as they could. Yeah. Just creating like a shame culture where it's like really inappropriate and not necessary. <laughs> so shame much. So culture. much we could talk about in that department. I also want to um tackle the episode that I've been wanting to do on on J. Marion Sims, the father of gynecology. Oh yeah. Oh um, that's a big one. It's a big one. So it's just with all this stuff that's been going on this year, I feel like I put it aside because I just I felt like it deserved more attention than the time that I had with all this new stuff we have going on. But I would like to ask, and we can start now with it and we'll do social media posts, but I would like women of color, families of color, like if you're listening, writing in with examples of how being a person of color just makes it more difficult for you to get maternity care and or to feel safe accessing care. Yeah, just anything, because I just don't think the majority of our listeners are are likely middle class white pe- women mm-hmm. probably yeah um just because that's like what we see mostly is out of hospital providers that's right. the community that we primarily serve so but um there is just such a 
I mean, just such a division and such a gap. Like we need to step in and fill that gap. So who better to talk about that than the women of color who are listening? Or if you have a friend that's been through pregnancy or just been through whatever, just have them write in. Because I think that unless you've experienced it firsthand, it's really hard to know like how difficult it can be or what is helpful or what is not helpful and things like that. So just like teenage pregnancy, like let's talk about how we can um, better serve. Let's create a space for others to share since we don't have the personal experience necessarily to bring to the table. Right. Cause I'm the last person that can sit here and talk to you about disparities in healthcare for women of color because I'm a privileged woman of no color. (laughs) So I just need to acknowledge that. Like I want to do an episode on this topic, but I'm the least qualified to speak on this topic. So we need women of color to speak on this topic. So please like (laughs) if anybody wants a platform, like know that we're here to support that and let us know if you want to have space on that platform. Yeah. Um, But it is time for us to go to break Mm -hmm. on that note. And when we come back, we'll um, give some more birth stories of the week and talk a little bit more about the upcoming year. Perfect. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So the sponsor for today's podcast is once again our Patreon account. So what do you get for being one of our patrons? So today we recorded some behind-the-scenes footage of us recording our podcast. Probably will get more than you could ever want from us, honestly. (laughs) Sometimes we do weird, crazy dance videos. Sometimes we roll in the snow in our bathing suits, because why not? Yeah, so basically the point of this is, is that... We would love to have you as a patron of our podcast. If you become a patron, there are three different levels of monetary support, and each level gives you different perks. Um, So yeah, check out our Patreon account. It's www.patreon.com slash whineaboutbirth, and we would love to have you on the Wine About Birth Patreon team. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back from that delightful break. You do so good at that. <laughs> Thanks. I'm good at some things. I'm going to see if Lucy will behave to record. I don't know. She's already chewing on the cord. You know what I now. am getting better at? Online charting. Yeah, you are. She did so good. Good job, you. It was so nice to go home on Christmas and not have to chart. It was magical. Because we had a Christmas baby. We did. It was so beautiful. I will say that I was really trying to make up for other inadequacies in my life. So it gave me (laughs) a little bit of a, you know. I like it when you fuck up. Well, inadequacy ne- we'll never we'll never um we'll never get good o- good online charts ever again. no 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 now i'm gonna have to keep doing it because apparently my screw was big enough that i'm going to be making up for it for at least the next year and by it then i'll be used to online charting is that your new year's resolution is to yeah. make it up to us for the next year yes let's <laughs> prove to you that i can be reliable um it is a very big undertaking <laughs> that is a and you know what else? I'm not going to have a single anxiety attack. Okay. So Wow. <laughs> is that your resolution then? So yeah, we decided we were going to come back. We we're going to each talk about one year's resolution. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. I hate New Year's resolutions. I don't even do them ever. I, don't. I, don't I used really... to and I gave up because I literally never do them. So I just get disappointed. I don't really do New Year's resolutions because I do feel like that's a lot of pressure. But I, I will say that with all the transitions we're going through, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> this time of year, I this this is the things that I want to be happening for me for my next year moving forward. I'm excited to hear these. Yeah. Well, why don't you go first? Why would she when you're all excited and actually have some? Oh. Go ahead. I actually don't know if I planned what I was going to say. Right, I'll yet. go first. <laughs> I don't do resolutions, but I do feel like probably for one of the first times in forever, I would give myself permission to just be at home and focus on my house because Terrence and I have a bit of a fixer upper and we keep like losing like I literally was supposed to go paint yesterday all day I was so excited and then all this admin stuff came up for work that I didn't get to do and so I'm still working on being better about this but I have given myself permission to just spend the winter working on my house and I'm so excited like I don't need to go on any trips I don't need to go attend any friends like if we end up going to Key West that's fine I'd be really happy if that happened oh I, did. I forgot about I would that. also be but happy like if that happened, I'm but okay with not going on any trips through the winter and just focusing on my house not likely yeah but maybe. So anyways, it, it would make my entire life worth living though. Yeah. Uh, that's, 
you just did that in Mexico. <laughs> and there goes no, liability. And there goes that. No, because if we go, there's something about traveling with you guys. Remember yeah, how magical so it was mad. the last time we went to I know, Key West? No, Kim does not remember how no, magical. No, I don't. <laughs> which, which part was magical? The part where I drank the entire tampon hanging out of bottle you on the bathroom yeah, floor. You know it was, was still magical, magical I, despite all your anxiety attacks. I sloshed around like a Honestly. grease seal with a tampon <laughs> string hanging out of me. The most magical yeah. part was the breakfast. I know you didn't oh, yes. remember lots of it, but the breakfast was above and beyond was the most magical that, I did I did really enjoy daytime yes. it's when the sun goes down that I start to panic we'll be grooving <laughs> except not she'll be panicking or that time where I drank the entire bottle of rum no you did not you didn't drink the whole thing you uh, just drank most of it okay it was a lot puked and we were also in a hot tub for like three hours but you do know every time we travel together it's just magical being with you guys so yeah. like just sitting on an airplane and talking without that's, being interrupted yes, that's so why nice. it would make my whole life <gasps> we are we're going on a trip together this year. Uh-huh. I mean, I already booked my uh, ticket. Oh, you mean for in November? Yeah, in November. Mm-hmm. I'll be speaking at the Midwifery Wisdom Retreat Conference. Yes. And I'm very excited and about that. And we are that. planning on joining her there for some of it or some of it so we might just hang out in the hotel room <laughs> while she's there yeah i don't know if i'm actually I am gonna do super it, excited i will be in texas it's the you. first time i'll be well when i was pregnant with brock i think or evie either way i was gone for a little while but it's i'll have it'll be 10 days yeah girl time girl, girl retreat trip. 10 days so yes. i'm gonna say my new year's resolution is um that I mean I know I've talked a little bit about the transition I'm going through. Take a drink. Okay, okay. Um <laughs> cheers. But <laughs> mine is to really figure out what I want to so I've had a lot more time to myself lately and I feel like when I first had kids, you know, when you first have kids and you have another kid, you feel like you're never going to have time ever, to yourself ever. Mm-hmm. ever again. And then all of a sudden recently I've had all this time on my hands where my kids aren't around and I'm just by myself. And so it's like, really? What is it like? What does it feel like? <laughs> See, I thought it was going to be a lot more exciting than it is. Yeah. No, it's so I boring. Mean, it's, it's gloriously boring. It's gloriously boring. Um, so it's it's really for me this year, my resolution is to be comfortable in my own skin, just being by myself and yeah. learning how to fill that time mm-hmm. and not... Productively. Productively. And also like just... Feeling okay not being around other people. Like, I feel like all my life, I feel like I need to be around other people all the time to, like, fill in the space with, like, noise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, learning how to be comfortable with just me. I feel like the river is your place of power in that. I feel like you already, like, have a place where you can go and do that really healthily. So Where? I didn't hear what you said. The river. Oh, the river. Yeah. But that usually lasts maybe, like, an hour. Especially in the winter time. That's fair. It just yeah. needs to be across the board. You know what would make it so nice though is when it's warm. If it was easier to kayak by myself. It's really difficult to do that. And like I'm the, the worst. I keep saying that we're going to go and then we don't go. So I haven't right. been kayaking since I kayaked. It was either the ocean when I lived in Florida because we did that. Or the mangroves. Mangro- mangroves. Kayaking Man- through mangroves. the mangroves. Hey, so if we go to Key West, would We're you guys go kayaking in the mangroves Absolutely. with me? I would 1,000% do that. Because yes. I did that with my sister, and it was so magical. It's like one of my yes. favorite things I've ever done. It was for- actually the reason why I disappointed you guys and did not get on the airplane in Key I West. I don't believe you. We don't have to talk about that. No, we and don't. We, we don't have to in the mangroves. doesn't matter what you say. As long as it was worth it. That was no, no. It was a lifelong <laughs> no. friend disappointment. You know, worth it'll those three days. Be worth it for Jess. <laughs> that can't be an option. <laughs> well, I get angry and jealous of Jess's like ability to be free, Her magical fairy. Because I don't have that at all. You also would never give yourself permission to do that if you had the opportunity. No, 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 no. no. I would. My OCD would never allow for that. But. You know, I keep saying, like, this is the year about me. This is when I'm going to do this. But this year... You actually have done a lot for yourself I have. This so the last year was really about me trying to figure out what I wanted in my life, like mm-hmm. what my dreams and my goals were. So this past year, I actually spent a lot of time freaking out and just working constantly and then figuring it out. And I'm super excited because, and we'll talk about it in the transitions episode, that I have a lot of stuff coming up. I won't make you drink for naming that. Episode. Up and coming. Why? Why? I, I, I will, though. We can't do this on this Look, actual my episode. Glass, okay. We will never get through it. My glass says... 
Naughty. 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 Like that Santa that was spanking my butt in our picture. Oh my God. <laughs> That's you? right. Guys look so hot in that picture. I, Chuck we? Got, yeah. Chuck got so mad at me because I'm, I'm, I love myself as a human yeah. and I will, as you should, I will romp naked. I love who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a short curvy chick, but mm-hmm. that picture, I looked so tiny, like itty oh, bitty. You looked so hot. As I honestly, as, I, not, as soon as like, I took it, I was like, Kim, you look, you're not fantastic. a big person at all, but like literally the way that you were, I, was like, I don't know how I did shop that. Like, yes. how did she get that beautiful, perfect? Yeah. I was like, I don't no, look like her that. Beautiful, perfect line. She is crushing that Santa. <laughs> I know. And I don't tip That is not me. I don't know how it worked it out that so way, but good. I said, said we got in the car and i was like man that's the best picture i think i've ever taken and <laughs> i know chuck got so mad he goes you think that's the best picture like, you've just ever taken your fucking body <gasps> for you're fuck's so, sake you're so beautiful and i fucking hate it when you say stuff like that and i was like uh, this is why <laughs> I, I have love such- it when chuck gets mad at you for not loving yourself <laughs> i'm like chuck i do love myself but i love myself as a short curvy hobbit it's who i am mm-hmm. <laughs> short curvy hot woman <laughs> anyway so 2022 mm-hmm. i've got all my dreams and goals set up and i've already taken the first step ready for all to of go them. so 2022 is my year to just see Manifest. those things through yes and be organized because if y'all could see the rest of this shithole of a room right now it is unbelievable I mean, in your defense like your room is the first thing Catch to go all. when you are organizing other parts of I your know, life it's so, so bad. it just means so, that you're really doing well in other parts of your life yeah, too so i'm organizing so i'm getting all the practice stuff organized my core stuff is organized my book i am working really really hard on getting it finished so this is my year of like organization and seeing things through. setting things in place for the future mm-hmm. yeah and i'm really yeah. excited about it i'm also doing that yeah. i will say that last night we were at the legion um Kim went on a date with Chuck, and I did not know she was at the Legion. <laughs> Story of our lives. I was across the road at the box office brewery. Yeah, but he then, abandoned me, and and then Kim was like, and then you guys got to I'm go on a date. I'm over at the Legion. You should come over here. And I was like, and Jess was like, why didn't you tell me two hours ago? <laughs> and then Chuck was like, did you tell Jess that you were there, or did you? Or whatever, and I was like, "No, I waited." Just magically and then, manifested her because that's yes, who we are. I said she was across the street at box office, and then you left me to go hang out with the guys, yeah. and I was just sitting there. And so I texted Jess, and yeah. she was across the street. So then here we are. And so I went We've to box so office, far. and then there was another person there, and Kim was like talking to me, and you were like wearing like your, your little like snow hat. And <laughs> oh like, my god, I love when you <laughs> had like, wait talking, the red one, talking, talking, talking. No, no it was like one with good, ear oh, okay. flaps I was gonna and say, everything. The red one we could do without. My but mom gave me this intense snow like yeah. snow bunny hat it's got it's fur snow faux bunny. fur like oh. the whole inside is fur and the ear flaps come down <laughs> oh you probably then, look like little rabbit and then the ear flaps come all the way down past your boobs and it's like big ball on top so i'm just like <laughs> and so she's just like talking and telling stories and i was just like that i you know that's my best friend i love, I love her, her so much i love her so much just look at her look at her and then oh chuck's he was a, a dentist chuck's across the bar and chuck's like yeah man she's the best i love her so much I felt very loved last night. Yeah, yeah. as you and then, said. I can't remember his name, the dentist guy that we met. Uh, Russ. Russ. And I was, and Russ and I decided that we were going to open a new practice called Tops and Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you could do the top orifice and I'll take care of the bottom orifice. Between the two of us, we got it all covered. And I thought he was going to spit out his beard. <laughs> Well-rounded care. <laughs> I was like, I'll put champagne on a tray and hand it to all of our customers in the waiting room yeah that's it it'll be great (laughs) our our list of business ideas we have not moved forward with is quickly expanding i have so many i have so many good ideas that would make money i just don't have have the time we just don't like eventually eventually we just don't like money we'll do it i like money i just don't like putting things into fruition to make work um okay so we are supposed to tell some birth stories yeah, of yeah, the yeah. week can i make a birth announcement yeah yeah katie who i already posted on facebook but we've been attending birth together for almost six years now she's the nurse at premiere and she's so awesome and she a couple months ago decided that she was going to become a midwife oof, oof. and i'm like for years i'm like just catch the baby you're a nurse you're yeah. allowed to do that like do the exam do this she's like no no I really feel like it's not, it's just not part of my scope. So she finally decided she was going to become a midwife, which is like super exciting. And she's going to be so good yeah. at it. I mean, I she's mean, already so she good already, at it. I'm like, it's essentially you are a midwife. Yeah. You just don't do the hands-on stuff right now because you always let me do the fun yeah. stuff. But, but she has all the like knowledge to bring oh, to the yeah. table. 
So we um last night we had she caught her first or yesterday I was gonna ask caught her first baby on purpose. Aww, yay! Mm-hmm. She caught one once it fell out. You know, she didn't but have this a was choice. Purposely. This one was planned and it's so funny because I'm like, tell me how you felt, like what you know, tell me and she said it's it's just funny because when you're thinking as a midwife instead of a student or instead of a nurse, I would imagine, because I've never been a nurse before, but it's like, she just was like, oh, I just thought this and then this happened. So it's like when you're thinking in the other role. Yeah. It, your perception shifts. Yeah. Like your little, perception definitely has to shift in every role you're in. Cause it's like that for me as a doula and as a birth assistant, it's like yeah. totally different ways of thinking. For both. So it just sounded like all these little, little sparks were like lighting in yeah. her brain. And then but she's got like all these different experiences and now they can start connecting, which is yeah. like super powerful because she has seen hundreds of births. Mm-hmm. So then for her hands to feel what she's seeing, it's like really cool. And I just, wow. you know how I, I love, so I know. And I get emotional s- to think about. I was super stoked. Like I was cheering, and then I was typing like um, "assisted by Kitty Black," you know. And I'm like, ah! it you just were doing makes really good job of online charting. Yes, I was. I did. I mastered <laughs> it on her hands, and yeah. I handed her a blanket. You know, usually I just stand there and do nothing. Yeah, you just smile at us <laughs> like I'm not doing anything. But it just makes me so happy because I love to teach and I love to watch like. This is why, like, I'm doing all this preceptor stuff. Like, I love to see the little light that just sparks in yeah. someone's eyes. Like, and it happens to the to the partners when they catch their own baby. It's yes. like this whole new experience. It's just like so amazing, and it just brings me so much joy to see other people feel that. Um, and then, what really made me happy is um, after the fact, postpartum, Katie. I was like, I'm not going to tell them you're you're a student. I'm not going to say anything. We're just going to, you know let it happen like organically and see how it flows out. And then um, Katie goes, I have to tell you, I recently decided to be a student and you, that was my first baby that I actually got to catch. And the mom was just like, well, you were just like phenomenal. Like I never would have known that. Like you were, thank you. You're so amazing. And I was like, yes, (laughs) I think it also helps. And I think it goes back to like our episodes about preceptorship or whatever. Um, when a student feels safe with the person who are like precepting for them mm-hmm. that it makes so much so much easier for those lights to come on so you guys have been working you're not like feeling defensive or like yeah yourself. so yeah. you guys have been to working together for five or six years so you're used to doing births together and this is just like a natural next step. it was weird yeah. to like shift, shift right gears. like she kept standing i'm like you, well if you're gonna because she would naturally do like step back to like her be own. available to grab like yeah like she's like oh i'll go get the ice before i could get yeah. it or and then i was like you might not want to do that i like I, I think she's pushing and this was not her first baby and she's like no no no, i'm gonna go get his coffee so she like races down and brings up like fresh coffee and then the mom like we look at each other because we hear the mom pushing and yeah. i'm like you gotta get closer <laughs> get on in there i'm like pushing her in it she just it's like oh okay you know it's just it's awesome yeah you've brought really so awesome. many awesome midwives into our community like we're super lucky to have you as a preceptor <gasps> like you. that's not what i meant well you're so beautiful when I said that, you were also not talking in the microphone sorry, even at all. I was my head itch. I'm sorry, I was not talking about myself when I said that. Uh huh. Yeah, because you're not this amazing. It's like when I have to make eye contact, when I'm talking about my feelings. It's just like, yeah, all over the place. So let's. You talk about a Christmas birth. Yeah. So, um. I'm going to say that it's been very interesting. My last three births that I've attended have all been back. on their due date. So the babies oh, were born on their due date, um, which almost never happens to me. I think maybe in my, what is it, 16-year career before this, it happened one or two times. And it's literally been, it might have been even my four births, last births I've been, were on their due date. Um, is it 3% or 7%? I keep hearing different numbers. I thought it was like five. See? I don't know. Yeah. Let's it. just call it less than eight. Yes. It's less than eight. <laughs> Good idea. More than one. <laughs> yes. At Walmart, I read something that said, because they had these little facts up, and it said 2 to 3%. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. At what Walmart? part of Walmart? I don't know. Hmm. I don't remember what Walmart I was in. It was like <laughs> a like hanging... In the fitting room. It was like a hanging TV and it was like fun fact. And I was like, oh, oh that is a fun fact. That yeah. is interesting. Um, 
so yeah uh this lady was due on christmas mm-hmm. second baby and there was like a little it wasn't like drama leading up to it but it was like i hadn't planned on taking anybody in december because of my friend in atlanta but this lady was actually a really dear friend of a friend and so i took her on for that reason because i really wanted to support her because she had like really fun she had a really phenomenal hospital birth with her first and like knew she would just like crush a home birth and so it was really cool that we got to be part of that with her but it was like really stressful because i felt terrible i like was convinced i was gonna miss this birth which is fine like you have to let that go as a provider it's not about you because when she when when we took her on we had already explained like yeah she came on knowing that i was happening yeah so It was fine, but we'd actually gotten really close through her pregnancy. At least I felt that way because like she's friends with a friend of mine. So we like did the Christmas parade together and stuff. So we just became like friends over time. And so I went and I didn't want to feel rushed to leave my friends in Atlanta. But it just happened to be that by Christmas Eve, I'd already been with them for about five days. And at some point, like even though I feel like I could stay with them forever, um you like want to step back so they can like figure out what their new normal is as right? a family as a family and kim had also left for and, yeah. her vacation so there was a backup midwife that wasn't you or kim right and also that was kind of a hot mess too because like she was really busy so it just like made sense to come home plus like penny was like when are you coming home for christmas and so i got in the car so this poor I'll mom and i were texting like christmas. every day like she's like no baby yet going to walking at Costco but no baby yet so like it was just both on our minds that like we were still kind of hoping it would work out and so I got in the car on the 23rd at like 6 p.m and did like the 10 hour drive so I got home in Winchester at like Christmas Eve at 3 a.m and so that day was crazy like slept and then like had the day with Penny and Terrence and his family for Christmas Eve and that was really great and then um, the mom started texting at like 3 in the morning on Christmas Day um, and you got it you still get text right so i did not because <laughs> i tell <laughs> all my clients don't text me call me but around seven i started waking up to the texts um and then she'd been having contractions through the night and was just doing an amazing job and her friend well, you had gotten some kind of text because you texted me at some point at the, Maybe I, the I think it must have been like at five when no, i started you texted text me something. at some point in the middle of the night and you said just a heads up, blah, 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 is having this going on. I'm not sure. I'm telling her to Maybe rest. Maybe I did wake up to those texts, actually. Yeah, then. and so you sent me a text. Usually I And don't. then I fell immediately back to sleep mm-hmm. and slept all night. Yeah, so I yeah, guess true. Maybe I did wake up, but it, like she has a doula. So I also was just like, you know, like if you're because this mom like didn't want me to like and like didn't didn't want anyone to touch her. Like didn't want us in the room, wanted to put headphones on so she didn't have to hear anything. Like wanted very much to like be alone. Wanted to get your own baby. Oh, that's what you said to me. You texted me in the middle of the night and you said her doula is heading there now. Um, I'm going to see what's going on, but just heads up. It might happen. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did the same thing. So like yeah. I was texting with them at like three in the morning. Her doula was there and saying like things were happening, but it was like still like consistent, but not like she wasn't ready for us to come yet. And then woke up at seven to their texting being like, Hey, okay, it's time. So, but the crazy, like another crazy part of this is this friend of ours who was her doula, woke her kids up at 3 a.m. and did Christmas with them. That's right. In case we were there all day. Because it was Christmas. It was, it was Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I was like, you are insane. I was like, all right, well, that sounds fun. I'm going back to sleep. And then I pulled a dress and just fell back asleep until 7. They did their Christmas at 3 a.m. Yep. Damn. Yep. It, yeah. And her daughter wakes up at 3 anyway sometimes. So I don't, I don't know. Anyway, she's insane. She's like this beautiful superhero mom. And she's a mess. And I love her dearly. Um, So anyways, so we get to the house. Actually, Jess got there before me because she's a better human than I am and lives closer. Sometimes. And um, walk in and the, like she's definitely in it. Like she's vocalizing, like if not in transition, like very close to it. And then, of course, seven o'clock rolls around and her son comes running down the stairs for Christmas, Christmas morning. Day. And she's like on her birth ball next to the Christmas tree, like doing hip circles, doing beautiful verbalization. And honestly, we're just like all leaving her alone. Like we were in the kitchen hanging out like we weren't even really in there. And so our son comes downstairs and Jess and I like look at each other. We're like, oh, no, this is going to stall. Like labor is going to slow down for like 15 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) But then but then her mom took the kids. Yeah. 
and left. But my favorite, my favorite part of this was like she was like laboring and watching him open his gifts, and she was like being so sweet. Like I don't know how anybody could have done this, but like he's opening his gifts, and she's like, "Oh, that's awesome, love! Like that's yeah. so exciting!" <laughs> While she's laboring and verbalizing, and so close to having her baby. Yeah, so close. And then finally, at one point, I hear her when her mom like uh, I think it was his his her husband's mom showed up to take uh, her son away. Finally, I heard her say like. <laughs> Get out or something. <laughs> I think it was and her I, mom. It was her mom. Was I thought. It? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. So, anyways, but it was like she finally heard her say, "Like, get." I was like, "Wow." I think I would have said that. Like, Start I would have never leave. let them come down the stairs. Go away. Yeah. yeah. So, and then and her like, mom was so sweet. So so sweet. Yeah. It was like okay. I'm just gonna like you know, lollygagging la, hard. La, 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 la. And she's like, leave now. Yeah. It was really, it was really great. <laughs> the poltergeist. And then she got in the birth tub and then she had the baby within an hour. Within an hour. Yeah. And it was really, this was an interesting one. Cause like I've had moms who like, don't want you to touch them before, you know, and like, don't want you to talk to them. So I don't know. And I'm curious, like she says that she didn't mind that I was like talking to her and stuff, but definitely like at the end it got really intense and I've, felt called to like reassure her that everything was normal and everything was okay yeah it was an interesting thing because you had told me she really wanted everything to be hands-off and she didn't want but at the end there was kind of like that feeling of like okay she needs more yeah like there was assurance and help the intensity was there and it just i, I think she would have been fine yeah. on her own but i also at the end i don't think she regretted that there were no. people there but i remember at one point she was like who thought this was a good idea? Yeah. And she was staring at her friend because it was her friend's idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And I was just like, everyone told me to stay away, so I'm going to stay away. Yeah. Because at some point I was like, I'm feeling the need to doula so hard, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit over here on this birth ball because I was told not to. Yeah. And she had a doula and like it was great. Yeah. But by the end of it, we all were kind of like around her. Yeah. And it wasn't because her doula wasn't dueling. It's just right. like. It's when just it's feel, hard to witness somebody get into that feel stage that of like kind of panic a little bit. And that's what you're used to doing. Yes. Like you're drawn to it like a magnet. Oh, like, yeah. let me come help with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was like, that's not my job right now. Yep. I'm, I'm going to do go some more. I'm going to go sit behind this online half wall charting. and do some charting. Online charting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this online chart so beautiful. So, um, yeah. And then she wanted to catch the baby. And so as the baby was coming out, um, I was like, all right, mama, reach down and catch your baby. She's like, no, I don't want to catch my baby. So then I like looked her and I knew her husband didn't, but sometimes like they changed their minds yeah. in the last minute. So I like looked at him and was like, do you want to catch your baby? And he was like, no. <laughs> and so we, I ended up catching, which was fun. But um, after the baby actually came out, you were like, reach down and pull the baby. Yeah. Up. So that's you true. gave more help than she had been wanting when she was but just she pregnant. But she still pulled her baby. But up. she still pulled her baby. Yeah. Up. yeah. And this kid was so cute like oh my gosh also like, so took cute. a little bit to come around though like definitely was one of the longer babies to longer come around transi- than transition usual. for breathing yeah yeah um but it was like you could tell the baby was there like eyes were wide open staring at mom but definitely like did not want to pink up right away but it would end up being fine and yeah mom also this mom is like probably one of the most stunning moms that i've worked with like and all of her photos even those where she's like really intensely like drinking water like pushing or whatever she just looks absolutely stunning and she had like the best birth hair i've ever seen so stunning yeah oh man she was just amazing and it was just great because she like had her whole setup downstairs on the couch so we literally just like put her on the couch and then she just stayed there until like she might still be there who knows but it was really sweet to like witness her friend who's a dear friend of mine also like getting to support her and like yeah. knowing that this was the right path for her and like being affirmed in that. And it was like really sweet. And getting to support a birth because I was like, I think she's going to get the doula bug from this. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. Because she, yeah, a she was of- another client of ours who we helped her have her VBAC baby who mm-hmm. we've talked about before. So it was mm-hmm. like. It was so cool watching her like support somebody else through labor and how passionate she was yeah, about it. Yeah, and she's it. so invested in this lady too because they're like super good friends. So it was really sweet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was great. And then it was such a nice day too. We like had her sliding glass door open and the breeze was, it was coming like 60 in. Sixty degrees. And then we were home by like one o'clock on Christmas Day. It was really nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. I really enjoyed it. It was a very nice birth to do coming back from my Mexican trip. And we got sushi. <gasps> that's right it was oh. one of those they're like where do you they where? bought you sushi yeah <gasps> they're like where do you want to get sushi oh from and it was like gosh. it was right near my favorite our favorite sushi restaurant mm-hmm. so i was like they're probably open on christmas yeah. yes ah! 
so we all got forever. so we all got sushi Evie keeps asking me for sushi ate it and it was delicious <laughs> and also ate it oh yeah one of my favorite photos from that is she's sitting on the couch eating sushi and drinking a beer oh yeah <laughs> she was like can i have a beer and i was like yeah can we post that picture can we get I that i can ask her yeah, yeah. so she's like eating like she got the sushi that's like the sashimi the, it's like the sashimi but it's shaped in like a little rose so she had like three roses of like raw fish on her plate she's like i can finally eat sushi again and then she's like holding a beer oh yeah. that's so amazing like, yeah oh, i love that it was awesome um, Merry Christmas, mother. <laughs> they were open on Christmas? <laughs> did you hear yeah. what she just oh, said? I did. I kind of edited it. It was like, <gasps> yeah. Was you started out strong. Light edit. It's kind of like when you go to yell at the kids, you're like, guys, I said, could you please not do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've seen her get really what? aggressive recently. Yeah, you've gotten a lot more aggressive. I'm working on it. You guys say I need to. So, yeah. You Here do we need are to too. work on your aggressive. So, guys, the magical time has come where um, we actually are done with this episode. Um, but it really is time to close out this Fine. episode. Fine. Happy New Year, and everyone. So, is there anything Happy that we want to say? I want to say um, cheers to everybody on 2022 being better than 2021. 2022 is going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be the year it's gonna of be us. May. Just keep on <laughs> hoping, friends. <laughs> yes. And um, for all you people out there who uh, we get to attend your births and for being amazing and catching your babies and doing all the things and letting us see that. Uh, Here's to another year of babies and moms yeah. and families. Cheers. And check us out on YouTube because we're finally there. YouTube. Cheers. 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 Clink, 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 clink. Clang, clang. Mother. Swish, swish. Clang, clang. <laughs>